0: Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Tulsi. I am your host, and I'm doing my best to do like one or two podcast episodes um, a week. So I thought I would go ahead before the month ends and talk about endometriosis and my personal experience Um, not only going through the surgery, but also talking in depth about my symptoms, the pregnancy, and then the aftermath of having endometriosis after pregnancy as well, as as well as what we're doing right now. I'm back into the world of doctors and potential surgery, specialists, all that kind of stuff, and so other complications that are new um, prior to finding out pregnant. So, let's just jump right into it. Um, so, it is Endometriosis Awareness Month for the munch- month of March. Um, that's not going to stop me, though, after, you know, when April gets here. I'm still going to talk about endometriosis. I'm still going to... Bring it to light of what life is like with it, especially with an eight month old. It's not, you know, I wish I could sit here and tell you that it goes away and that it lessens the the pain and the situations that I'm going through. but that's not that's not it. Unfortunately, um my symptoms have actually gotten worse since having James, which is very unfortunate, but you know, it is what it is. and uh, all you got to do is push through. So, Let's just, you know, jump right into it. What is endometriosis, you ask? Endometriosis is a disease in which the tissue that is kind of similar to the lining of the uterus, it actually grows outside of the user, uterus. This can cause extreme pain in your pelvis. Uh, yeah, Pelvis area, stomach area, back, all that crazy stuff. There are... Other symptoms, which include the painful periods, extreme periods, uh, which, you know, usually start a couple of days before your actual period and go through your period, usually lasting somewhere between seven to ten days. Um, mine usually last about eight to nine days, just depending. About seven of those days are just extreme bleeding. The other two days are the aftermath, which is, sorry, TMI, ladies, you already know this. After your period, you have that nasty uh what is it discharge that comes out that is the remaining of the blood you know what i'm talking about the brown nasty crap that's it um, so i got two days of that um, other symptoms include pain with intercourse sex it hurts it's not fun uh, you have bowel issues urination pain um infertility um there's a whole lot of symptoms that go into this and we will go uh, through those in a little while um, but those are just the, the main ones. It's not fun. There are, I believe, four stages. There is stage one, stage two, stage three, and stage four. Um, it just really depends on the severity. Mine, I they removed f- eight spots of endometriosis. And... That put me at a level two. Um, so here is what the endometri- endometriosis stage, and also the man- the um, manifestation of the of the condition basically. Uh, so stage one is minimal, you know, very few spots. Stage two is mild, more deep implants of the of the um, spots. Stage three is moderate. There are many deep implants, small cyst on one or both of the ovaries, and then you have the present of filmy adhesions, extreme pain. And then stage four is the severe, many deep implants, large cysts on one or both of the ovaries, and then many dense adhesions as well. Um, you know, it's pretty crazy because I, I, I know so many people that go through the, the one through four And there's people who have stage 1 but are experiencing, you know, crippling pain to the point where they can't stand it and they can't function. And there's also people who have stage 4 and are making it fairly well with minimal pain or, you know, or any really big, big issues. So, it's crazy to me. It all doesn't make any sense. Uh, At least, not yet. Um, let's see. So, endometriosis has always been labeled as a reproductive disease. Well, it has now been put out there that it is now a whole body disease because it has been found in every organ of the body. That's crazy to me. It's been found in the heart, in the lungs, in the stomach, bowels, bladder. It's insane. It's absolutely insane, and I, I will. I know this is a little controversial in the endometriosis world, but I stand by the words that endometriosis is underrecognized, it's understudied, it's poorly treated, and it's underdiagnosed. Endometriosis is a very common disease. It's very common. So it, I just want to know why the normal. Rate of finding out you have endometriosis, diagnose time is seven to ten years. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not being mistaken. Not seven to ten days, seven to ten months. Seven to ten years. You can't listen to that statement and not say it's not under recognized or understudied or poorly treated or under diagnosed. Why does it take that long? Because you have doctors who are not familiar with, with the whole endometriosis family. And that's just insane to me. I can't, like, fathom that. I can't push myself to fathom why. Endometriosis, if it's so common, why does it take that long and I, I've been to plenty of doctors over the past 10 years. It took 8 years for me to be diagnosed. But 10 years of trying to figure out why I feel this way. And it's not normal. It's not normal. My specialist looked me dead in my eye and said, "Because You're having periods the way you're having them. That's not normal. So any doctor in the past who has looked at my, dead in my face and said, Oh, you have heavy periods? Oh, you have extreme pain? So on and so forth. And they look at me and say, oh, that's normal. Or uh, what, what is the, the, old, the normal thing for them to say is, I'm faking it. Or, oh, it's normal to have periods. You just need to lose some weight. Or my absolute favorite thing is, maybe it's just because you have a drug addiction. First off, no. Why am I sitting at your doctor's office crying hysterically, bent over in pain, Begging for an answer, but yet I'm a drug addict. Are you kidding me? That's the one thing I can't stand. I can't stand to take what what is that? What do they give? Uh, I've had a lot of mouth procedures. They would give, oh, God, what is it called? Laura tabs, there we go. They would give me those. I don't like taking those. I don't like taking any kind of drug or medication that makes me like oozy-woozy. I don't like it. I don't like the way it makes me feel. I feel like I'm going to vomit. And 80% of the time, I do. So, no. I don't want drugs. I want to be treated. I want you to tell me what's wrong with me. A little overwhelmed there. But, you know, it is what it is. If you hear any background noise, I apologize. I have laundry going for little man. And I know that's loud. And then I have his cars going. Because he has been an absolute like menace all day. All day. He's been crazy. Anyway... Um, so me getting diagnosed with endometriosis, I saw Dr. Frizzy, which I don't mind telling my doctor's name. Um, I think I've talked about it previously on, uh, another podcast talking about pregnancy. But I've seen Dr. Frizzy, who is my original doctor. I had seen Dr. Daneman beforehand and had a lot of issues with, um, complications with pain during sex. Um, it's a thing. I went to pelvic. Therapy did not help whatsoever. Um, she said that was not normal, and that was kind of the end of Dr. Daneman. She ended up moving, and then I see Dr. Frizzy. Um, the thought of PCOS was a was the first initial like diagnosis, and I did everything: the diets, the medications, um, looking up the symptoms, what would help. You know, books galore. And I just was overwhelmed with it. And to the point where months had gone by, and I was like, "What is happening. So I went back. We had discussed the miscarriage. We had discussed um, every symptom that I had and was going through at that time in such depth that, you know, she just looked at me and she said, you know what? I think you may have endometriosis. She said that word and it scared the absolute fecal out of me. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to quit cussing, by the way. So I'm looking up any other word besides the actual cuss word. (laughs) Jordan thinks it's hilarious. I'm just trying to get by, y'all. So I start crying hysterically because I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know that word. I'm terrified. What do we do next? Like... Just plain and simple. She referred me to Dr. Matcus. I think that's how you say her name um, here in Nashville. She is downtown Nashville, uh, by Centennial, and I think she's actually a part of Centennial. But I went to see her office. You know, to her office, we did a little uh, internal scan, uh, ultrasound. She, you know, looked at me and said, "You don't have PCOS. Like that, it's not it." And then we had the full-blown talk of options. She said, yeah, you could have endometriosis. You know, we can do birth control. We can do this, that, and the other. And I told her birth control is not my friend. I've been on so many over the last couple of years. And that's when laparoscopic surgery came into play. And she said, we can do this. Um, And basically, I'm like, "What, what, what what if there's nothing? And she said, oh, well. And she looked at me and said, "I don't mean to sound ugly, but this is going to go one of two ways. I'm going to go in. We're going to do this laparoscopic surgery, and if there's nothing there, there's nothing there. We'll go to Plan B. Um, and if there is, then we know you're diagnosed." Going into this, I was scared because I'm about to have surgery, and it's not a huge surgery, not at all. It was four little slits uh, that kicked my my uh, my rear end, but. It's, it's nothing like, you know, 10-inch dash, and uh, just the thought of going into this and them not finding anything, it was all for nothing, or going into this and um it's confirmed. So, I scheduled it, and it was actually, I believe it was supposed to be second week of September that this surgery was scheduled for. Uh, she ended up calling, like, a couple of days later and was like, hey, um... We have an opening. Do you want in? And I was like, sure. So August 25th, we had that, uh, scheduled. That was August of 2021. So it was still like a COVID era. You know what I mean? Um, going into that, like prepping for it was terrifying. So I had to do the blood work. I had to do the COVID test and I had to do an enema. I'm gonna do a TMI. This is a TMI. So if you don't want to hear it, skip past like 30 seconds. Um, If you've ever had to do an enema, I am funny about. I'm funny about the rear end. I don't like it. I don't. (laughs) I don't like it. Do not like enemas. They are not my friend. That was a experience. I don't want anyone else to do it. My husband was like, "I can do it for you. I can do it for you." I'm like, "You're not going anywhere near there with a bottle of liquid up the rectum here, no sir." So, I laid in my bathroom floor and did that. It took me an hour and a half because I was terrified and I was just disgusted. <laughs> that's just me. I, I overthink things, by the way. So, that's why it took me so long as well. I did that the night before. Um, and then I ended up getting up at like 3 a.m. and had to wash in a uh, non-scent soap. Did all that. And... Drank my little clear drink I was supposed to drink. And we hit the road. And I think we were there by 5 a.m. or so. Um, And again, this was COVID era as well. And we're, you know, slap dab in the middle of that crap. So Jordan initially couldn't go back with me. So they pricked my finger, checked my blood sugar, which hurt like an MFR. You're going to have to excuse that word because it hurt so bad. I hollered a little bit because it wasn't one of those... Like, for some ungodly reason, this is one of the best hospitals in frickin' Nashville. But, it wasn't one of those, you know, click, like you would check your blood sugar. She pricked my finger, like, manually. Like, boom. Scared the absolute fecal out of me. I wasn't having it. Like, I I teared up a little bit, and I was not afraid to show it. Um, Blood sugar was great. But, during that time I went back, from the time Jordan came back, I was scared to death. By myself, I'm naked. First of all, I've got my gown on. It's cold. They gave me a little bitty, tinty, tiny blanket that was literally felt like paper. Um, he came by. Uh, Jordan came out to see me, and I was a mess. They they were just now then putting in my um in my IV and gave me something to like chill me out. So I was all kind of screwed up. And then, that's all I remember. I don't remember, like, wheeling myself back there, anything. I was just, yeah. Uh, I woke up, and I was a total wreck. Like, I woke up and immediately started just crying hysterically. Not because I was screwed up, but because when I woke up, I just had this rush of pressure. Like, and not even just, like, boom, pressure. It just, like, had a slow build, like, from my knees all the way up, creeping up to my chest, and it scared me to death. So, I had no, like, I had no other, like, outlet than to just start crying hysterically, and that made it worse, because I'm jumping, because, you know, I'm fat. So... (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> my belly is jumping my chest is jumping and I just had surgery so I am like my emotions are everywhere and that is when my doctor told me that he was confirmed I did have endometriosis they removed eight spots and that I had stage two that screwed me up even more um bittersweetly if that's even a word because all I'm thinking about is my pain is valid like my pain is real of course it's real to me but to others I'm not crazy you know I'm sitting there looking at Jordan going I'm not crazy I'm not crazy it's just real it's real and that screwed me up on another on a mental level that someone saw that I was in pain and took the time out of their schedule to put me in their schedule to say hey she may have endometriosis let's take the time to do surgery on her just to make sure. And that meant the world to me. Um, the rest of the day was insane. Um, a lot of pressure. My mom and Danny came to see me. I was up walking, of course. After that, the pain from the surgery, stitch-wise, it was, you know, it was So I mean, it was fine. But the pain from the surgery itself, from the incisions, uh, 8 out of 10, Um Lasted about 7 to 10 days. The pressure. The pressure from that. Like the gas. a 100 out of 10. Do not recommend. It was awful. A lot of nights were spent crying. I can only lay on my back as well. So there's that. Um, I would do it again. I would do it again immediately. Um, Although it is a little bit different now. So after... After having the surgery, the pain subsided. And I was like, what? Like, complete mind-blown. The month of September was a little difficult. The period after was a little rough. Um, But that was it. You know, the rest of the month September was fine with my pain. Um, October, normal. November is where it's hard to get a little choppy. I had my period, of course. My period also ranges from, you know, 3 out of... Four weeks. I don't know when it's coming. It could come the first week, the second week, or the last week of the month. um My period is everywhere. So I had a period the very first of the month, something in that area, and then I had another one in the middle. No, it was it was Thanksgiving week, weekend, week, something. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, that's weird. Like that's super weird. And so afterwards, I'm like, could that have been something? Like, what is happening? So I took a pregnancy test. And I'm thinking, you're stupid. Like, you're stupid for doing this, Chelsea. What's wrong with you? Um, So I took it. It was negative. I'm like, you're so stupid, Chelsea. You just spent your money on pregnancy test. For what? Like, for what? So, uh, yeah. After that, I just kind of let it go. Still had in the back of my mind, but I let it go. Uh, That was until we ended up going to see my mom and Danny at their new house um, for Christmas. And again, this is December 2021. And I think it was the 5th. I think it was the 5th. And we go over there and everything's great. My mom keeps joking about, oh, when are you going to tell me you're pregnant? This, that, and the other. When are you going to tell me? And I'm like, when the time is right. So I'm going to pause there. When we were in the office, uh, me and Jordan both ended up going into the office, talking about the surgery um, to Dr. Matt Kess. She gave us a question, which was, when do y'all want children? And me and Jordan, you know, scoffed at both, you know, both of us, looked at each other, and we're like, shh, uh, four or five years from now, maybe three, if we're lucky. And we, that's what we left to at. We had no idea what was about to happen. The 6th, I had had enough with the anticipation. I had a dream about it. I was just, my mind was overwhelmed with the thought that I could be pregnant. So that day, I ended up getting a test. I shoved it in my purse and hid it in my like leggings or something. And I went to the bathroom by myself. Didn't tell Jordan. Didn't want to, you know, at, because we we lived with his dad and his uncle. I didn't want to make a big hoo about it. So I'm to the bathroom, and I took the test, and I am initially thinking, you know, I stand up after I pee, and I'm like waiting and waiting, and I'm like, I'm going to look at this and just throw it away. Like I know I am. So I picked it up, and I go to like look and then throw it away, and I look at first and then go to throw it in the trash, and I go, wait a minute, and lo and behold, I see a super faint line, and I'm like, are you grabbing me? Like I'm freaking out, so I like shove the pregnancy test in my bra, and I run downstairs, telling Jordan, "I'll be right back. I got to go do uh, an ad or something." And I Facetime my sister, and I'm like, "Is that a freaking line? Is that a line, Kristen?" <laughs> and she's like, "I think so. You need a, a digital one." And I'm freaking out. Like I'm I'm crying at this point because I am scared. And I ended up getting another one and it's even more I'm like, oh my God, like you are freaking kidding me right now. This is not happening. I ended up telling Jordan, Jordan has that complete like deer in headlights stare because he's freaking out on the inside. <laughs> I'm just losing my mind. So I ended up ordering a. Um, I ended up ordering a digital pregnancy test, and of course we have to hide it from everybody, because we just want to make sure. And I go to the bathroom, and I can't ever show the video, because I'm cursing, like, a sailor in this video. <laughs> but, I'm just waiting, and I'm waiting, and I, 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 do film it, and I cuss like a sailor, like I said, so I, I would love to show it, but I, I do not show it <laughs> to anybody. I showed my sister and my mom, that was about it, but, um... It, sa- it popped up pregnant. And I about threw up. So, sorry, I had to take a little break because James was losing his mind. But it said pregnant. You know, I'm freaking out. I ended up going to the doctor to confirm it because I'm not, you know, 110%. I am pregnant. <laughs> so, the goal was to tell everybody. I-, I didn't know how to tell everybody. And my sister brought up the, the fun little... You know, Kinsley was having her birthday party, and why don't we just tell everybody there? So, we got the idea to get Kinsley a shirt for her birthday that says, Promoted to Big Cousin, and we put it, like, the last thing in the bag. And I'm scared. Like, I am scared, scared. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we get there, we, we you know... Um, I thought this was funny. No, I don't mean to embarrass him, but Daryl, which is Kristen's brother in law, uh, Dusty's brother, he, uh, we're sitting there. We hadn't opened presents yet. And he's like, Congratulations! I'm like, Huh? Ah, no! <laughs> and we just completely played it off on a new job. And I don't think my mom or dad ever heard. So <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. And I wasn't, I wasn't even mad. I just thought it was hilarious. Um, But we... I was... I was shaking. Like, I was shaking like a leaf, y'all. And I didn't even get my dad's reaction. I only saw my mom because I was so nervous. My dad was sitting a little bit behind me. um, And I was looking directly at my mom. (laughs) So, she opened the present up. And that was the last thing. We got her, like, four or five little gifts. Like, Play-Doh and a little toy. Some clothes. And then the shirt itself. And Kristen held it up and it said promoted to big cousin and it was just like time stood still. Like my mom goes, What? (laughs) I have the video, but I look like a big old blubbered mess. So I don't want to post that. Um but it was so it was so funny. I started crying immediately. She started crying. My dad was in shock. You know, it was it was great. So I would have never thought. And the pregnancy was absolutely um, traumatizing. You can go back and listen. I'm not going to go over everything um, in detail. But it was traumatizing between COVID, this, the leg nerve issue, um, gestational diabetes. Uh, what else? Gallstones. It was a pretty traumatizing. And then the birth itself was traumatizing because I had COVID again. And JW had to be rushed to the NICU. Uh, so, that was so much fun. Please hear the, the, I don't even know. (laughs) I'm being totally sarcastic. Please, please know that. But, um, so, yeah, after the whole... So, again, with the break, because (laughs) Jordan called. But after... The pregnancy. I was just kind of waiting for things to get back to normal, and uh, I had my first big period after um, the C-section, which sucked, like majorly sucked. Um, so, and also in between this, I had gallstone, gallbladder removal surgery, so that was fun. Um, the pain started creeping back in around the end of December, Um, so it started with, you know, small little pains, my back, my leg, um, my shoulders, super nauseous, you know, stuff like that, so I wasn't 110% that it was just coming back, or was it just pains from, you know, being a mother? Um, And on top of this, I I did suffer postpartum depression. Um, I finally got out of that funk, full-time funk, um, about February, early February. So, yeah. My main symptoms right now, for me, um, all together, are migraines, cramping, (laughs) severe cramping, Uh, Pelvic pain, leg nerve pain. I have numbness in both my hands and my feet. Um, I would say my hands the most, um, around 80% of my day, my hands are numb. My feet, about 30%. Um, Painful sex, painful urination, super heavy periods, extreme bloating, shoulder pain, mainly my uh, right shoulder, and then I do get in so much pain that I do vomit. So yeah, it's not fun it's not fun at all um, it's in plus having an eight month old and I will always put him over me. He is always my number one to deal with am I if I'm in pain if I'm having a bad day, I wake up and I'm just crying in pain, I have to put that aside and I'm okay with that like I when I had him, I knew back in December when I found out that I was pregnant, I knew that. If this were to return, I have to forget about how I feel and make sure my child's okay. And Jordan agrees. Jordan completely understands. Um, That is why I'm going at the end of April to see Dr. Matcus again. My goal is to get more um, um, full-body... Full-body... Checkup, if you will. I want to know if endometriosis can be detected anywhere else in the body besides with surgery, Um, and if so, is surgery a good option for me right now? Because I'm I'm not looking to have surgery next month. I'm looking at maybe the end of June, anything before his first birthday, so that way I can kind of somewhat be more than just you know hobbling around on a cane because that's what I'm I'm doing right now. I'm a stay-at-home wife working from home. Uh, you know, on my computer, five to six hours a day, seven days a week, and on my phone. But my day-to-day life with him is just, I, I lay in the his playpen with him, and I can't just move around and be crazy and have fun. It's just, I have to sit still, or I have to sit in this position. And it's just hard, and that's not fair to him. So... That is my goal, is to go try to aim for surgery at the end of June. Um, and I know so many people have said, Chelsea, you have to focus on you. That is easier said than done. Four-week recovery time with a 20-plus pound child is not it. I'm going to pick my child no matter what. Period. So I guess I will update everybody at the end of April to see what Dr. has says. And of course you can follow me along on Instagram. Unapologetically.chills. The day of I will definitely be posting everything. So uh, y'all can follow me along on there. My goal with the podcast and the blog and the Instagram is full blown awareness. Awareness, everyday life, the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm working myself up to be more on camera. Um, I'm still super self-conscious of myself because I'm 225 pounds right now. I need to lose weight and that's super hard when, you know, every move that I make, you know, throws me into a flare. You know, if anything that I do right now is so questioned, if you will, and that makes me really emotional because I used to be able to do things like clean the kitchen or clean the living room. Or my room. And I'll be just fine. Like everything could be great. And now I clean the kitchen. And I'm questioning everything. Like should I even do this? Should I even do that? And it's the same thing with my child. I can't show my child a whole lot of happiness. And I do my best to. But my child sees me crying. You know at least three or four times a day. Four or five times out of the week because I'm in so much pain and I feel so guilty. The guilt that I have is just ungodly because I can't be the parent I want to be. And it's so easy. It would be super easy for me to blame God. And have I blamed God? Absolutely. I have gone through the wringer with God and he has shown me his wrath many of times. And I freaking deserved it. So, going into this, I am super thankful for what God has given me. God has given me a home to live in. It's crowded, and it's a little messy sometimes, but you know what? I am blessed to have a home and have a roof over my head. I am blessed to have food on the table. I am blessed to have a husband who has been with me for going on 10 years now and loves me however I look. I'm blessed to be able to have this child and such a great and a wonderful family. And I also am very grateful for what God is is doing in my life right now. What He is showing me with my blog and my podcast and and the Instagram and the, the little following that I do have and the friendship that I've made over, you know, bringing awareness. So I, I am I've been in that that point of questioning, but I'm also in that position of praising for what he's done and what he's going to do. And I have no fear whatsoever that everything's going to be taken care of in the end. But until then, I will be here um, writing and blogging and bringing awareness and all that good stuff. Uh, but like I said before, i uh, been cutting in and out, dealing with some work um the endometriosis has taken a lot for me it took my teeth away um I've had a lot of issues with my teeth over the past 20 years I'm now 29 it all started with my front teeth and it's just pro- progressed from there um you know I talked to Dr. Maccus, I told her my situation with my teeth and she did agree that most likely it did contribute over the years especially over the past 10 years and I had my partial removed. I had a, a partial put in. Uh, unfortunately, there was some miscommunication. I've talked about this before. I did not get the final version of my teeth due to some financial issues. And by that time, I had already lost other teeth. So there was no point. So since then, I've been super self conscious about my, um, my, my smile and my teeth. Uh, I look like a hillbilly. And I joke about that all the time. I do joke about it. But my confidence is at an all-time low. So I'm doing my best to put myself on camera, do some cooking videos, do some um, day-to-day life stuff, all that goodness, and doing reviews. Uh, but it's a work in progress. I know this has been a crazy episode. It's been wild and insane and choppy and all that good stuff. But that's just who I am. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope you will continue to follow me on this journey. Because it is one that is intense and insane and full of madness. <laughs> that's the only word I can think of is madness. But um yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. The la- uh, the next update with endometriosis will most likely be, I-, I think, I think, my appointment is the 21st of April. Uh, so, that means one, two, so we're looking at about, um, from tomorrow, that's one, two, about three weeks. Three weeks. So, that is where we will... Uh, We will leave it at, I'm still waiting on some results from the doctor, um, about diabetes, excuse me, couldn't get it out, about diabetes or pre-diabetes, um, I'm a little bummed because I was supposed to, I thought I was supposed to hear back by now, um, but we're looking at about probably the 7th or the 10th, so, of April, so, uh, hopefully, hopefully we will know something by then, um. If not, we're just going to continue on. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. I just put out a endometriosis blog, which is kind of just summing up everything that I have talked about on here. If you can go give that blog some love, share, subscribe, like it, all that good stuff, it would be much appreciated. I'm going to do a whole lot more on the blog than uh, normal. It is my only source of income for myself. So... Um, getting on there and interacting helps me a ton. You can also share, like, and subscribe this podcast. It means the world to me. And if you would not mind, um, wherever you're listening from this, if it's the Twitter link, Instagram link, or the Facebook link, uh, comment below and let me know what you think. And also let me know what the next topic should be about. It would be much appreciated. Um, so thank you guys so much again And finally, I know I said this like ten times in an episode. If you want fast, uh, right there, twenty-four hour stories, then go to my Instagram. You can see the stories twenty-four hours after I post, and it's most likely the quickest to get a hold of me. That is unapologetically dot It is no longer, um, is is different now. I can't remember. Not it's not your average dot It is now unapologetically.chels. I made that change. The WordPress uh, website, the blog that I have, it does still say Not Your Average Gamble blog. um, But the name of the site is unapologetically.chels. (laughs) (laughs) Could not get that tongue twister out. But thank you guys so much once again. I really appreciate it. Until next time, bye y'all.